This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about the 5-2 profile, which is the self-motivated hero. We are getting towards the end of our 12-part series about the profiles. And if this is your very first episode and you're just starting out, welcome. I'm thrilled to have you here. If you're a brand new beginner to human design, then I would suggest starting with episode number one and listening sequentially. But if you've dabbled in human design and you know a lot of the language and the terminology, then you can kind of jump around, pick and choose from the different episodes depending on the titles. And maybe you're starting here because maybe you're a 5-2. And what is a 5-2? It's one of the human design profiles. The profiles are the personality types in human design. And if you've been listening to all of these episodes so far, you understand that the first number is kind of like the archetype or the personality that you see yourself as. So in this case, the five. And the second number, in this case, the two, is the archetype or the personality that everybody else sees you as. So before we get into it, we're going to read the review of the week. And this one's over on Apple Podcasts. And the title of this review says, So Understandable, So Validating, Simply Delightful. Madeline breaks down the info on major aspects of the human design charts in a way that makes the information in whoops, oh, in a way that makes the enormous amount of information digestible in small parts so you don't feel overwhelmed with what you're looking at or learning about if you're studying and figuring it out on your own. I love that she explains a variety of some of the different ways things can apply to an individual based on how they relate to the topic at hand. It illustrates how many possibilities there are or could be, so you don't ever feel like you're missing something in a topic or like it can't apply to you even if it's not specific to your chart. She makes the whole of it so much more approachable and compelling by making it straightforward, uncomplicated, and easy to understand. I strongly recommend getting a reading with her if you have any confusion understanding your chart. She can clarify anything on it in a way that makes it perfect sense. And she has a super soothing voice to boot. I am so deeply grateful to have stumbled across her podcast. Thank you for creating this podcast and sharing your gifts in such an accessible way for so many. Wow, that is such a nice review. I'm so grateful for you and for anybody else who wrote a review in the past. There has been so many new reviews flying in and I'm thrilled because it's helping more people find the podcast. So if that was your review that I just read... You win the prize. And what is this amazing prize? It's an opportunity for you to ask me a deep, detailed, juicy human design question about your chart. And I will make a video that almost feels like a podcast episode answering your question. I'll look at your chart, I'll contemplate the question, and then I'll put together a video answering it for you over on Instagram. And the way that you claim that prize is just by DMing me. So send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Tell me the name you used to write that review 
and what your question is. And if anybody else wants to win that prize, all you need to do is write a review wherever you're listening, most likely on Apple Podcasts. But if there's a different app that takes reviews, that's okay too. Like I know Audible has reviews and I didn't even know till recently that you could listen to podcasts on Audible. So that's pretty cool. And one thing that this person wrote in their review was how you can book a reading with me and I can like put many parts of your chart together or sort of blend things together to make it more clear for you. And that is one of the beauties of having a one-on-one reading. You know, a one-on-one reading is absolutely not required for everybody to understand their design at a high level, but sometimes you have what appears to be contradictory aspects of your chart when they're really not. Um, But a lot of times people come to me and they are all mixed up or flustered or confused because one aspect of their chart tells them something like, you need alone time. And then the other aspect might say something like, you get energized by being with people. And that's that can be overwhelming and confusing. So if you are thinking that about your chart and you don't really know how to blend it all together into, you know, the essence of you, then I would be thrilled to do a reading for you and answer your questions and dive right into that. There is a link in the show notes to book readings, or you can always just go to the link in my Instagram bio or visit my website, madelineevergreen.com. And it's very easy to just click on the human design tab and find the place to book readings. Now, I want to say one other thing that has nothing to do with the 5-2, but it's something that's just been on my heart the last couple of days. And it's just such a beautiful concept to think about. So this week was my husband's birthday. And for his birthday, we went and had a couple's aura reading done or aura photo. I don't know what you call it. But what we did was we went to this guy. He's a psychic. I've seen him a few times and I'm I love him. He's incredible. And he took a photo of me, a photo of my husband, and a photo of us together. And in the photo, you can see our aura. So there's all these beautiful colors around us, and that's our aura. And he tells us what the aura means, you know, what the colors mean, and then what what it means with us together as a couple. And then we also have the opportunity to ask other kinds of questions, and he's a psychic. So he has very interesting answers about our history, our lives, our struggles, all kinds of things. And it was an incredibly beautiful experience. And we, um, I was just deeply moved by the information that we learned. And one of the things we asked about was my husband, Christopher's birth. He was born five weeks premature. So he was a preemie, very, very tiny baby. You know, he survived, he's fine, but that's pretty traumatic and pretty significant. And if you know anything about trauma, you know that everybody experiences trauma from their birth process and it's very, very, very significant whatever happens during your birth. It's a very big reflection on, on what's what your life is going to be like. So we asked, is there some reason why Christopher was born five weeks premature? You know, was there a lesson? Was there a karma? Was there a reason that that needed to happen? And it was a super simple answer. You know, the guy who did the reading was just like, oh, well, Everybody picks their birth time exactly because the soul coming into this life wants that exact design. Like they want that astrology chart or birth chart or human design chart or whatever you want to call it. The, The soul wants to be that chart. 
And I knew that, but for some reason, it really struck me in that moment, like, oh my God, all of our charts are sacred. Like, Learning to live your design, whether it's human design or your astrology or whatever chart you want to look at, doesn't really matter to me, but learning to embody that and fully embracing your design is one of the most sacred, beautiful things that you could ever do. And it's honoring your soul in the most incredible way because your soul came here wanting your chart. So if there are aspects of your design that you don't like or that feel wrong or weird or icky or confusing or unappealing to you, dig into those. Like dive in because your soul actually chose that and there's a reason that that's you. And you have kind of an obligation in this life to be you, to be fully you. And so I I give you all praise for showing up and listening and learning about human design because I mean what better life's work is there than this? I'm just I'm just baffled by that concept. Okay. Let's get into it. So we're talking about the profile 52 today and the 52 is called the self-motivated hero. So we've talked about the five a lot so far, and the five is called the liberator or the heretic, the hero or the save the day person. And if you missed any episodes about the five, we discussed it intensely in episode 36, and then it's been also brought up in episodes 58, 59, and 63. So I suggest going back and listening to all of those to get a deeper understanding of the five. But we'll do a very brief overview. So essentially, the five is somebody who loves to help and fix things and save the day. You're really a helper. And because the five is your first number in your profile, it means that this is the conscious aspect of you. It's the part of you that you see yourself as, like you totally see yourself as a helper if you're a five two. Others recognize that you're a helper and they will kind of expect you to help, but it's sort of like they're unconsciously recognizing it. They might not think of that it like in the front of their mind when they think about you. It'll be more like an energetic neediness or ask from other people to help you rather than a lot of upfront verbal asks. As opposed to somebody who has the five as the second number, like the two five, that type of person would be bombarded with people asking you for help because that's how everybody else sees you. So for the five twos, what we're talking about today You see yourself as a fix-it, save-the-day hero type of person. Other people recognize it in you, but at a kind of an unconscious level. And you feel very, very aligned and worthy when you're helping. Okay, we're going to come back to some of those concepts when we put the two numbers together, but we'll move on to the two now. So again, we have spoken about the two in a few episodes. The two is the natural and also known as the hermit. And we talked quite a bit about the two in episode 33, but it's also been touched on in episodes 57 and 58. So as a short summary, the two is somebody who's naturally skilled at something or a lot of things. You're not naturally skilled at everything, but you are just a natural talent at 
you know, maybe a sport or at a quality in life, like being generous or being a mother or being a teacher, or maybe you're really naturally skilled at dancing or art or cooking. So sometimes it's a skill of something that is like a talent. And sometimes you're just naturally skilled at like a life skill, like mothering, I said, or sharing or listening. So it can be any of those sorts of things. You didn't really have to practice or study or try as hard as other people to learn those skills. And you might feel like you're actually not that skilled because it's your second number. So you don't see yourself this way. You might think that you're just average. So if you're listening to this right now and you're a 5'2", and if you're thinking, no, I'm not really that talented at anything, or I don't really have any good skills, or that doesn't sound like me, then I encourage you to actually go out and ask someone who's close to you a question like this. Do you think I'm really gifted at anything? Or what do you think I'm good at? Or do you see me as naturally talented at something? And find out what they have to say because you're probably going to be shocked that people think you're super skilled and talented. Because again, this is how everybody else sees you. It's true, but you may just think you're normal or you're average because it's kind of unconscious. The two is also called the hermit because you need to have alone time. It's in the alone time that your natural gifts bubble up and percolate and come to the surface. That doesn't mean that you have to spend your alone time practicing your skills. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you just simply need alone time, whether that's time to work alone or sleep or hang out or watch TV or go for walks or exercise or read or anything. You just simply need to have alone time. And when you give yourself space away from other people's auras or other people's energy fields, it allows that natural ability of yours to bubble up and come to the surface. But because this is your second number, you might struggle to recognize when you need alone time. But other people will probably be great at encouraging you to take the alone time because they see that that's beneficial for you. So if you have a partner or a best friend or a parent or somebody that you can ask like, do you think I need some alone time? It might seem like a silly question, but you'll probably hear them say, oh my God, yes. Why don't you take the evening to yourself? Because they know how much that will help you. So I think that's all that I need to review about the two. I'm just double checking my notes here. Yeah. Okay. Let's blend it all together. So putting it together as the five two, the self-motivated hero. So again, you love to fix and help and make things better, but you also need alone time. So that's that can feel contradictory for a lot of people. And that's really your life's work is to find the balance. And you might really struggle finding how much helping can I do versus how much alone time do I need. And you've heard me say in the past that I hate the word balance because I don't think it's actually helpful or necessary for us to strive for balance. I think that's an unrealistic and fantasy type of thing. Um, I'm not saying that you should just be okay with always being out of balance or out of whack, but just know that sometimes you're going to be in a major mode of alone time and you're not going to be helping. 
And then sometimes you're going to be in major helper mode and you're not going to get the alone time. And that's not good or bad. It's information for you to observe in your life and see how is that working for me? How did that go for me? Was I actually fulfilling my needs or did it go over the top and above and beyond? And you'll never expect to get to this point where for years or decades, you're so balanced. No, maybe you'll have a day here and there where it feels perfect, but it's actually your life's work to experience the polarity of going out and helping and going inside and being alone. So play with that balance for yourself. You are going to get a lot of recognition and praise from other people because the two is your second number. So everybody thinks that you're so talented. But again, your life's work is to discover your own genius and recognize your own brilliance. Your real motivation in life will come from your own sense of validation and not from others. So even though you're going to get validation from others, that's nice. Take it in, absorb it, appreciate it, but be okay knowing that that will never be real motivation for you just because other people praise you. You have to be able to see your own genius, your own beauty, your own talents, and be proud of them and validate yourself because that is where the the, what am I trying to say? The charisma is going to come out. The magnetism, that's what's going to up-level you energetically is when you see your natural talents deeper, more beautifully, and more obviously. And when you're proud of that and you don't have such a sense of, I'm average and I'm not special. Like that sort of thinking is not going to serve you. It's probably where you go sometimes, but take a real good hard look at yourself and maybe even get out of your body and look at your life from a bird's eye view or from an outside perspective and see your skills and your talents from your own perspective, your own eyes and be proud of yourself. And then that's that energetic up level, that magnetism, that attractive charismatic quality that you'll start to take on. You will also feel very, very worthy and very valuable when you are helping others or fixing situations. And guess what? You can help more people when you develop your natural gifts and you own them. So this is the blend, the blend of the five, the helper, and the two, the natural. So you do need to take the selfish alone time to percolate your natural gifts be proud, see your gifts, use them with pride, and that's how you'll help people. It all circles around. It's pretty incredible. So another way of saying this is that when you feel talented, you are a better helper. It's not about outside recognition. It's actually about inside recognition will help you be a better helper. And your lesson is to let go of what other people think of you and value and praise yourself instead. Isn't that just beautiful? Okay, a couple more points here. In close relationships, you might crave validation from the other person. But remember, that's nice. It's a cherry on top, but it's not real substantial motivation for you in life. But if you want to receive validation from your partner or from your close relationship, you need to be vulnerable. You 
will be seen better by them when you're vulnerable and soft, when you let them see the real you, as opposed to this. If you are treating your relationship like a performance review and you want your partner to, you know, give you critiques or tell you what they think, kind of like a, you know, like a work performance review, that's not going to work. So that's very hard and guarded and logical when you're soft, real, emotional, and vulnerable your close relationships are going to be able to give you the validation that you crave. And one more thing here is just to keep in mind that other people don't always want to be helped. So this five of yours, it's your first number. You're probably always going to jump at helping or fixing. You're probably going to always turn to fixing a situation as the solution and not everybody wants that. It's hard to hear, but it's true. I'm one of those people. I hate it when people come in and try and fix me when I just want to talk or just be with a person. So only step in and do the fixing and do the helping when it's consensual, when people want it, when they value you and they're they're asking for it and they want it, okay? So if you are a 5'2", or if you have a 5'2 in your life, I would love to hear about it. You can send me a DM or just message me over on Instagram or comment under any of my posts or my reels because I'm going to be talking about all the profiles over there. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline and let me know if this resonates with you and even better if it doesn't. Because remember the parts of your chart that you don't understand or you don't you know, you don't get it or it doesn't sound like you or it's just confusing. That's the gold. That's the magic. When you can understand them fully or step into that aspect of your design, you'll become so much more of the real you and your soul will be smiling and feeling satisfied. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. So thank you everybody for listening and thank you for all of your reviews and your shares and for spreading the word. If you'd like to pay it forward today, the best way you can do that is to go and tell a friend about this podcast. You know, word of mouth is the most incredible and most old, you know, real form of marketing. And you can be a part of that. So tell your friend, tell your mother-in-law, tell your neighbor about the podcast. And I'm forever grateful to you. Okay, everybody, I will catch you in a week.